too many Tic Tacs in the town. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the 3.38 starting time. Please welcome from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, Matthew Wiley. Play away, please. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if we. That wasn't a great pod, was it? You want to run it back? Uplandia 229 on the Wiley 77 Podcast Network, hosted by me, Wiley 77. Great guest today, too. Surprise guest. Surprise. It's Wiley 77. Yeah, this is uh, Golflandia 229, a golf podcast for the most part. Sometimes it's Sportlandia. I don't know of any other golf podcasts out there. I think I might be the only one. Market may need more. Um, last week's pick. Oh, by the way, that was that was little back back dreams. Was going to do loser because last week at the Honda. Our pick, our pick. It's a collective loss. From the You Heard It Here First segment at the end of the show was Danny Willett. And although he had a decent week, he made the cut, did not, he did not EVR plus 17. He did not win because Chris Kirk had a great week. And, you know, we play Chris Kirk every week. So it was nice that he won in the week we didn't. That was nice. That was nice. So there's that. Um, it was someone. I don't know. It was last week or the week. Before, it was the week previous when I didn't get my lineups in for maxing the twenty dollar one fifty. Which, yeah, I know I'm always cutting it to the last second, pre-lock to get them uploaded. This one I just left. I don't, for the life of me, I don't know why. I saved the file not to the desktop. I couldn't find it on the upload. Absolutely started having chest pains and didn't get it in. And someone asked on Twitter, why? Why do you wait so long? And that's a fantastic question. Because, you know, I get everything done an hour early, half an hour early, 20 minutes to spare. And then spend 19 minutes, 59 seconds, like Googling Macaulay Culkin's net worth. And I, for the life of me, I have no idea why. And that one comedian, I forget his name. You need to credit him with this. And I've said this before. But we all do it. He said, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die Googling useless information. Like he's going to get into a massive car wreck. And they're going to peel his, and I've said this before, he's going to, this is his bit. They're going to peel his corpse off. The 
pavement and look at his phone and say, what could not wait for him to Google before he got home? And it's going to be something like, and he said, little Bow Wow's net worth. Or how old is Larry Bird? And it's exactly what we do. I mean, it's just, you know, you Google random stuff. I mean, look at my search history. It's insane. Tallest building in Peru today. So that is that. But um, Twitter is all a flutter about the new information about these elevated events and no cuts, smaller field, basically WGC 2.0. There's a ton of hysteria around it. I thought I'd just, you know, hop on the train, the hysteria train, <laughs> just for fun. But really, I don't, doesn't really bother me that much. I understand why they're doing it. I mean, the position that Liv created here was one of a false reality and pressure that the marketplace for golf is bigger and there's more money than there actually is. So PGA's fear now is losing these players to that sort of reality that Liv created. But as we know, it's not realistic. Not the players won't leave. That's realistic. Although I don't think they're going to sign anyone else in 2023 from their, that's their words, not, not mine. But 265,000 people watching their signature event live versus the Honda. 8,000 people in New York City. That's insanely terrible for that talent. So I think the PGA fears losing them. So they want, and I understand that from the player's perspective, you know, missing a cut at a, an elevated event and spending the money to get there, your team, your plane, etc., and drawing in fans, you know, they do need to make sure these players aren't losing money playing golf. But as we've seen Talent isn't the multiplier for audio. I mean, Honda drew two and a half million people Sunday. Genesis drew three and a half million. Look at the difference in the fields. So what does that say about golf? That competition is what drives viewership for the most part. Rom doesn't have to win week to week. In fact, sometimes it's more interesting when like an Eric Cole challenges for his first win at that age. And you could become a star, as the PGA said, we want to have the hot players, the hot guys, the hottest guys play in these elevated events. Well, you know, you can become a star overnight, see Tom Kim, see Max Homa to an extent. Not that he's not a star, but not necessarily overnight. Look at Eric Cole. He's a kind of a golf household Twitter name right now. So, you know, and the fried egg guy said their priority is players, sponsors, fans in that order. And I agree with that. If you do the inverse often, pay attention to your customers, the money will come. 
So unlike other sports, you could root for anyone week to week. No one, no one, no one has a rooting interest in one player and that player winning alone, unless it's related to your DFS lineup. And if you don't think DFS and DraftKings and and gambling drives a lot of the viewership for golf, I mean, there's a hundred, two hundred thousand unique players in DFS golf this week alone. That's my math. I could be wrong, but it's close. So it's really about the venue, the ballpark that they're playing on, the history, the competition. Of course, having big-name players helps a lot, but it's not exclusively that. So you can become, again, you can become a star overnight on this tour. It's next man up. And it's exciting when some of the big dogs do get taken down by someone who is just you know scrapping his way through the tour. And just as easily, your star can extinguish overnight, too. Look at anyone on the live tour. Truthfully. Big, big, big name guys. Anyone care anymore? So, I wouldn't worry about always catering to the star players. I really think you, I think there's, I think catering to the fan, fan experience and understanding really what a lot of the people who follow golf, who they are. And I mean, listen, golf Twitter gets a lot of shit or can be shit. It doesn't get a lot of shit. It can be shit. However, it is a very free and powerful promotional vehicle for the PGA Tour. I mean, look at the amount of podcasts, look at the amount of reach, look at the amount of positive attention you give week to week, tournament to tournament, shot to shot. I mean, in terms of a lot of the players, aside from Mahoma, there's not a lot of engagement from players to fans and social media. So, you know, Golf Twitter is doing a lot of heavy lifting and and is a big counterforce to the live tour narrative. It it really golf Twitter didn't allow it to succeed in the content streets and really made a lot of those players rightfully so accountable for the decision they made. And I think the the missed opportunity here is that the PGA is not really not even rewarding but not really recognizing the tools it has for free at its disposal. And it's just constantly thinking about the players leaving. And I think if you work from bottom up here a little bit, I think you'll have less of a fear of the players leaving. I would worry about the fans leaving. Keep them interested. Keep that narrative and the content streets going. Keep their love affair with the PGA Tour alive. So you don't want to be, you don't want PGA Tour to continue to be an exclusive club of just players and very rich people and it's their territory and you're just watching. That's just not the business model in sports that's going to work for golf in 2023. So you've got a lot of great momentum. There's, I mean, I, here's what I said about the elevated event the sort of WGC 2.0. Do a 72-player field, 36-hole cut, 36 players, or 
within 10 shots of the lead, sort of compress all the money to the winner or the top players. I mean, if you want the, to, to see who's the best of the best and reward the best of the best, put the most money for the winner. Give them a championship belt. Give them a tour championship exemption for the next year. Give a million dollars to a fan who picks the winner and winning score. Let that fan kick someone off the tour. Well, I choose Grillo. Save me some money. People, golf fans relate to golfers more than any other sport. And that's the difference is that every golfer who wins has a great story behind it. It's a very lonely individual game. And golf fans resonate with that ability to succeed under pressure individually in a game that we know how to play and know how difficult it is. And so it really doesn't matter who wins week to week. You know, it's, there's the sirens. It must be any time in Lexington. Anyway, lost my train of thought. But that's the last time I talk about Liv. All right, let's talk about this week's tournament. Arnold Palmer Invitational, another tough Florida track. And I'm sure we have the Valspar coming up here soon, too. <laughs> the snake pit, maybe the toughest. So this is Heard It Here First. Heard It Here First, which is we'll pick a couple of players. We'll pick one player and then two on the sort of the 1A team. But we hold ourselves accountable. We're two out of five. Will it last week? That's a loss. Two and a half, maybe out of five, if you include Homa, maybe winning. So heard it here first, brought to you by Circuit City. Circuit City, grab a circuit or circuits today. Make a $12.10 pack right now through Wednesday for circuits. That's a pretty good deal. It's a pretty good deal. Pretty good. So the course, uh, Arnold Palmer. Very tough. Very tough course. Number one out of 41 in 2021 PGA difficulty, folks. Treacherous Bermuda rough, heavily bunkered, lots of water. Bermuda greens run a 13 plus. And when there's wind, and there's a wind narrative now next week, or sorry, next week, tomorrow, sorry, Friday. <laughs> Stroke. Stroke. Where am I? Need a couple of circuits in my brain. Run to Circuit C to get a 10 pack. Use the promo code. What's the promo code? I don't have one. I thought I could think of one on the spot, but I'm not that good. Um, With the wind, PM Friday wind, evidently, ball is nearly impossible to stop. Elite ball striking, elite iron play, good wind players. I mean, you look at, you know, Australians, Leishman who won, Hatton, Englishman, these guys are used to that sort, those sort of conditions. Matt Fitzpatrick has done well here. Um, you don't have to take risks off the tee. You can use iron off the tee, but conservative, smart golf. Rory, Tiger won here eight times. Tiger, very conservative golfer. Homa's pretty conservative. I'm just saying. 
And Rory echoed that uh, in his post-round one interview in 2021. I have it in my notes. But I have to judge wind and distance, so you'll see some open championship types do well here. Westwood, remember his battle with Bryson? Uh, you must make hay on the par fives. What else is new? Um, 200-yard-plus par threes, which you know gives some players some fits. But elite ball striking, iron play, scrambling, comfort on speedy Bermuda greens. This is an all-around test. So, so you look at ownership this week. Rory Chalk, Will Z Chalk, Hatton Chalk, Rom. Fleetwood will be popular. That's one player some people want off the tour. Save them money. We've been chasing Tommy for years now. Some, but he's good, well priced, mid sevens. So is Seamus Power, lower owned sub 10. That's a nice play. Aaron Wise, who I could see winning. I mean, Aaron Wise won at Trinity Farms, which was a wide open sort of like Texas Lynx built on a, on a, land, on a landfill. No trees, windy, slick. So, Texas guy, you never know if Aaron Wise, he may be the pick. Make it all out with Aaron. Sub 10, 6%. Probably will get that. Chill hat and chalky. You know, I think that... I think that... Well, there are four names. Homa, I could see winning. Conservative golfer. Um, long... Great iron player, great wedge player, great momentum. Wise is sort of a dark horse, low owned. Really, really better around the greens. Long hitter. Has one in windy conditions. Lowry's playing great. That's three. Jason Day was was going to be my pick. His last round at Genesis was just fantastic. Do I do Will Zalatoris? Am I that? I mean, his putting is so much better. I can just see Will Zalatoris winning this week. I want to say Aaron Wise. I'm going to go, you heard it here first, Will Zalatoris wins this week. You heard it here first, Will Zalatoris. Safe play. Safe, gutless play. But is he a morning starter? Ugh. Got to stick with it. Can't take it back. Time's up. That's it for this week, folks.
Set the 